Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast with your host, Bill. I'm joined with Alan. What's up, dude? (laughs) What's happening, Listen, let me just say this, dude. It is all proof that it is of God. I mean, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) like you tried to say, well, you know, uh, that that didn't happen for a reason. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, let's let's tell whoever cares to listen to the backstory and then we'll... (laughs) Oh my gosh, bro! Bill went on a rant, and no, we did. We recorded an hour and five minute <laughs> podcast. In included in that was a very very tiny segment of me going on a rant. Anyways, we get done. I I go to uh, it's uh, I'll, I'll sound cool. I went to post, which means post processing. And started to play it back, and it sounded like we were in a garbage can. I <laughs> know. It was horrible. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, Bill. Anyways, so, oh, man, I really, I used to hate when we would do a conversation and have to re-record it. Yeah. Because I just feel like I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Right. But now I do. Because it's cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyways, it's, it's all topic. part of the process. It's all part of the process, yeah. man. And you know what? <laughs> My feelings don't matter. No, not at all. Feelings are a choice. If you've been married more than a week, you realize that. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <Yeah>. Listen, <laughs> my rant wasn't nothing close to that. <laughs> Golly. No, I'm trying to make it sound much worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right, let's get serious for a moment. You ready? Is, is that possible? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So anyways, All right. uh, we want this, you know, there's several reasons why that episode is going to get trashed. One, I, I labeled it wrong. Oh, no, not, not the typewritten label. How, how I called it when we first opened up and I said, Hey, we want to do a episode about discipleship. Well, that's not even true. Right. We want to do one about Christian discipleship. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there is a difference, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, hit it. Definitely. Um, because actually um, the the Pharisees were disciples. Um, they were followers. Yeah. But they were followers of Moses. Yeah. They didn't adhere to. They didn't embrace what Jesus stood for and what he what he uh he was what he is yeah um so yeah you're absolutely right we are talking about christian discipleship what's the definition the definition uh disciple or a disciple is a follower one who accepts and assists in the spreading of the doctrines of another right so keep in mind that's the definition of a disciple, not a Christian disciple, a right. disciple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you can be a disciple. We talked about this at length, uh, in the episode that will never come out, uh, where you can, you, you can't, you can't disciple a person in Christianity unless you're a Christian. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You can't, unless you're, unless you're saved and a believer, uh, on Jesus Christ, you cannot you cannot be a disciple. In fact, you're not even yeah. called to be a disciple. Absolutely. Uh, unless you believe on Jesus Christ. Right. Absolutely. And <clears throat> I believe 
and this is why I'm so passionate about discipleship, is it is the backbone to Christianity. Um, I mean, it, it's been a follower of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So you been a Christian, calling yourself a Christian, isn't just believing that Jesus walked the earth. You have to believe on Jesus and you have to believe in his um, atonement for our sins yeah. with his blood. Yeah. So, and if you believe on Christ, uh, then you believe in his teachings. Right. Well, and what I was going to say is I, I, I get really passionate when we talk about discipleship because uh, religion is a one size fits all. Yeah. You know, you come to church and you just, you're, you're in the mix. Right. So you're right. going to get taught what everyone else is learning. Discipleship is a, it's a, a growth into a personal relationship yeah. with Jesus Christ. And it is a customized uh, walk. Well, you know, people, it's, yeah. People feel they fill these commitments, right? Yeah. Uh, the check boxes that we talked about uh, for so long. And well, we still talk about it, but so people think that they fulfill these commitments and they're good. Yeah. Right. They do a devotion once a week. They sit down uh, maybe with their family and, and fulfill a commitment yeah. biblically. Check the boxes. Yeah. Well, for religion, I shouldn't say biblically because uh, religion sometimes deviates from the Bible. Uh, and so anyways, they fulfill these commitments. They feel good. Discipleship isn't that. Right. Discipleship is an active process, uh, an active process of growing somebody in their faith on Christ. It's it's walking with Christ. It's not. So anyways, I wrote down five things. Uh, I'll just touch them real quick uh, because I do want to read the Bible verses, but I know you got, you had something else there. No, go ahead. Well, I was, I was going to do it right now. Okay. <laughs> I won't, I won't interrupt you this time. I doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways. So I, there were five things for Christian discipleship that I think once you hear them, uh, and then we'll we'll look at the verses too. But once you hear them, you realize that you can't be a disciple for or of Christ without having these. Anyways, putting Jesus Christ first. Right. Uh, Mark eight thirty four through thirty eight. <clears throat> you must die to yourself. Uh, pick up your cross and follow Christ. That I'm paraphrasing, but uh, the second one is following Jesus's teaching. The third one is. Uh, being fruitful or fruitfulness where you realize he's the vine and you're the branches, the things that you do will bear fruit in your life as a disciple, uh, love for other disciples, which I think you and I talked about in length on the unrecorded show, uh, that you, you have to love the other disciple. You can't disciple somebody one that doesn't want to be discipled and two, you don't want to disciple, right? Yeah. That's just not going to work. I mean, right. you can't do it begrudgingly. Yeah. Uh, that's no fun. And I mean, what are they going to get from that? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, you can't disciple others unless you love them. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a love for that person, I'm, you know, I don't know, call, call me dumb, but I think a lot of people think love is like this, uh, emotional attachment, right? Like mm -hmm. this, uh, you're in love with that person. You're just, you know, yeah. and that's not. Love isn't that way. Well, there's different types of love in the Bible, but, yep. but the love for another person, uh, is being selfless. 
it's not an emotional attachment that makes you feel good. Right. It's actually being selfless about yourself. Yeah. Uh, anyways, and the fifth one was inva- evangelism. We're called once you once you realize the four things that are the core for being a Christian disciple, uh, you need to go make more disciples. <laughs> That's what we're called to do. Yeah. Uh, and you can't do that unless you put the other four there. Right. So, anyways, I say that. Uh, what do you got next? Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, the Pharisees were disciples, but they were, they were followers of Moses. They were keeping the Mosaic law. Right. Um, but we have Jesus and the Holy spirit. So you, you cannot get any better than that. No. When you're walking with Jesus and you're allowing the Holy spirit to guide you. Right. That's the best place to ever be. Yeah, Christian discipleship, right, is a very important part of our uh, salvation. Yeah. Once, so it becomes easier to understand when you start to build the the knowledge, right? Right. You start to build the knowledge, you start to get the understanding, which then uh, promotes the wisdom, and then you start to put it into your life. Uh, The thing is, is up to your salvation, there, there is, you're not invested in it. There is nothing else. You're right. until you turn your life over to Christ and say, I, you know, listen, I'm, I'm a failure. Like I can't yeah. do this. This, you know, I'm not worthy. When you turn your life over and become a Christian, uh, and have your salvation, you start this process that you alluded to in the beginning where now you start this growth, this progression, and that's your discipleship. You, you become the discipler. You, you're the one that gets discipled too. And then yeah. once you get along in this progress uh, process, you become the one that disciples iron sharpens with iron. Right. It's, it's, I hate to say that it's a bad analogy, but it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, on one side, you're called to continue to be a disciple in Christ as you become a disciple, uh, as you go out and disciple more people. Right. Anyways, I'm Absolutely. trying not to make that confusing, but no, that's fine. Actually, well, I wanted to say this, um, you know, we cannot produce fruit, but when we abide in Christ yeah. and encourage others yeah. to abide in him, um, the Holy Spirit produces the fruit, right? We, we don't, don't produce the fruit, nope. but yeah. we have to put ourselves in a position and we have to help yeah. others be in a position to allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives and produce that fruit. Yeah, I say it. Well, I don't say it all the time, but I feel like I do. <laughs> okay. We, well, we get to the part where, and I, and I've said this before, where we become uh, the person that sets the the guidelines, the boundaries, the rules, that we become the determining factor yeah. of what is enough. Right. Uh, and that's, it's crazy, man. Like, I mean, even in that, what you just said. We think we're the ones that decide the fruits we're right. going to expose. Exactly. Well, can you do too much? No. Can you do too little? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Jesus said, yeah. the lukewarm, <laughs> he will spew out yeah. of his mouth. Yeah. He didn't say, so, I'll, uh, you know, I'll gag yeah. on it. He said, no, I'll spit yeah. it out with, you know, with fervency. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, it just, yeah. it's crazy. Oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> man, that's so good. We, we're about eight minutes into this and I didn't get triggered yet. Okay. Let me trigger you now. All right, do it. Let's no, see what you kidding. got. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, the, the reason we're talking about this is because we're, we're super excited about, um, no, I don't want to go there. You yet. don't want to no, do no, that no, yet? No, 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 no. I wanted to set the setup, uh, okay, so the we're, Christian disciple a little bit more, just okay. a little bit more. Okay, great. I okay. have these five things that you didn't let me even cover the last what? time. You didn't finish? Well, I finished, but I want to go back to them. They're so important. <sighs> All okay, right. So, yeah. so p- the first one was putting Christ first, yep. right? Putting Jesus first. And how do you do that? You have to disconnect from the world. Yeah. It's so important. If you, we, we've said this, Alan, I've said this many times that if you're living in the world, you're not living for Christ. You, you can't, you, if you're, if you wake up during the day and you want to get all the things done, you want to get done and, and live out your, your, uh, ambitions for the world, then you're not living for God. Right. You're just not. And yeah. that's not, that's not putting Christ first. The first and foremost thing of being a disciple and even being discipled is putting Christ first. You yeah. can't, you cannot be a disciple unless you put him first. Right. Uh, following uh, Jesus's teaching is so critical to being a disciple. You have to follow the teaching of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, you can't know it can't what be a, your way. <laughs> well, you can't know what being a Christian is until you f- figure out who Christ was and, yeah. and follow after him. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, one of the things I wrote down, we must be obedient children and doers of the word. You can't, you can't, you could, you could do any of this any way you want to. You're just not going to be an effective Christian disciple. Uh, so you have to follow his teaching. Right. Uh, as far as the, as far as the fruit, I think you covered enough of that with, uh, we have to let the Holy spirit work in us. And the only way we're going to do that is by growing closer to God. Yeah. We, we can't, we can't do it by, and then you'll see the major theme in this is you got to unhook yourself from the world yeah. and start really investing your time and your effort and your enthusiasm and your encouragement in the word of God and in a relationship with God. Yeah. Well, I, you know, a true Christian <clears throat> has to be a disciple of Christ. We are commanded yeah. to go, go ye into all the world. Yeah. We're supposed to, yeah. I mean, um, and I find it amazing. There are so many people that will go to other countries and they will, you know, go and be missionaries and, and everything, right. but there, yeah, there are other people that won't even walk across the street or, you know, talk yeah. to somebody at the gas station. Oh, can I share this story? Yeah, go ahead. That came out. be scared me. For I know. Jeez. I please. just thought about this. Actually, don't ever ruffle your papers and do that at the same but time. I, I told you, you thought I was having a coronary. Didn't <laughs> I you? didn't know what happened. Well, anyway, I told you the story, <laughs> but I went to get gas Saturday morning. Right. So I walked in the store and, uh, the, the lady behind the counter, her name is Sharon. And she was He's like, she was like being like really happy and bubbly and everything. She's like, good morning. And, and, and I'm walking up there. I'm always messing with people or, you know, right. I don't always, uh, pay for your gas. I, well, I always pay for no, my I'm gas, but I always, you know, go opposite of the way they are acting or whatever. And I'm like, why are you so happy? 
And in like a serious tone, and she's like, the joy of the Lord, son, the joy of the Lord. I'm like, that is a great answer. Yeah. It took me completely off guard. Good. Somebody gave yeah. you a left hook. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, I only bring that up with a great story. <laughs> but, you know, she exuded been a Christian. I mean, you could, yeah. you could tell. And I yeah. think there's so many, you know, people that need to be that way. Um, there's, there's, there's too many people out there that they want to, for lack of a better word, hoard been a Christian. They're like, I have it, you know, and, and it's weird, right? It is like, totally weird. I've yeah. seen people like, like I've met people since my salvation. Yeah. Uh, it's been close to three years now and I've met people that they feel they have it all. Yeah. Like it's, they have the whole thing. They figured it out. They yeah. got it. They yeah. don't, you know, they don't need help with anything. Now I don't need to be involved in that. It's right. totally good. I've got it. Yeah. Uh, and even if you had it all, you're not commanded to keep it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you would go out and to grab somebody and to, and to encourage that person. The gospel is meant to be shared. <laughs> yeah, not hoarded. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah. it's funny. Like we, you and I have both met people that, you know, oh, they think they got it all going on. Well, yeah. even if they do. Right. Congratulations, but you're supposed to share. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to sit down next to you and put my fork in your dessert. Cause I'm having some too. <laughs> like, I don't right. understand people. Yeah. Anyways, we, uh, my wife and I went to the grocery store since you're in this mood of sharing stories. Okay. We went to the grocery store. I told you about this. We had, we, we were checking out. So <laughs> we're so bad, dude. We, <laughs> we went and picked up some to go food and we don't eat out often. Uh, it's kind of like a treat to ourselves. Uh, one at times a big thing. And two is obviously finances. But so if we go out to pick up food, we go next door to the grocery store and we pick up like a treat, you know, like, right. uh, you know, like a thing of ice cream or whatever. Right. Uh, that doesn't happen very often either. Cause my wife is like, Oh, I can't even say it, dude. She, she is so bad. Sometimes I feel like she is purposely starving me. Like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not working. What? Starving. You. <laughs> whatever, <Claire. laughs> so anyways, long story short, we go get this dessert. We check out in this line and, and you know, we're, we're in and out. Like we know what we want. We grab it. We're not there. It's not, we're not hanging out in the grocery store. You're buyers. You're not shoppers. Yeah. We don't shop. We know exactly what we know where it's at. We're grabbing it. We're checking out. If self-checkout was there, we would have self-checked out. I got you. So anyways, we, we run into this lady. Fantastic. Uh, this lady was, man, dude, it just, I told you the other day, man, people make stuff up just to divide us. Oh, absolutely. We ran into this lady. Uh, you know, I'm naturally, I say, I don't, I say hello to everybody and I'll talk, I'll talk to whoever. Right. She beat me to it. We were checking out. I put my stuff in a bag and she said, did you work today, honey? And I I looked at my wife. I was like, man, she caught me off guard. Right. And I was like, no, ma'am. And she said, "Uh, do you work? I was like, okay, we're getting a little personal. I said, no, no, I I didn't. My wife says, no, he's retired. I said, no, I'm just tired. She makes me work too hard. And this lady is just, I mean, she's, her attitude was like, I could t- listen just by talking to her. Right. Yeah. Do you think you can tell somebody's a Christian? Absolutely. In their conversation and their attitude and their a joy. True Christian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. really believe this lay without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. She was a Christian just because of there was no bias. There was no division. There was no. Right. And I'm talking about just because 
she was at work and probably didn't want to be there. She, she loved her job. Yeah. Like she just, she enjoyed talking with people. Well, and we've talked about it before. You could have five children. You could have 10 children. We'll just say 10 children of different colors, different backgrounds, different, um, whatever. They all get along, you know, we're talking about like three-year-olds. Until they're taught differently. Exactly. Yep. They'll all get along. Everybody's yep. happy. And they'll play together. No problems. Yeah. Um, until they're taught exactly what you said. Until they're taught differently. And then they start having these, I they start grouping people into certain categories. Yeah. And that's where it all begins, you know. Yeah. What you put into something is what you'll get out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, so those, yeah, two gr- well, good two stories. Good. That was uh, a left turn, but but the discipleship part, no, nah, not really. I think okay. it's important because discipleship uh, is is very key. And when <clears throat> when you were talking about, but uh, prior to your story, and, and we were talking about how important it is and the decision about discipleship, uh, God gave us free will. I wanted to bring this up before. God gave us free will for for. Uh, for a purpose, right? So that we could choose him. Right. Right. So keep that in mind. We chose to accept Christ as our savior. Uh, and with that becomes, comes the acceptance of Christ. We accept all of that. We don't, we don't, and well, and some mistakes we make. Yeah. Thanks. Put that, throw, put your phone somewhere. It was buzzing. Was it really? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't hear it that time. You're lucky. <laughs> I'm going to collect it at the door. But anyways, when we accept Christ, we don't do that with with conditions, right? And I think sometimes people do, and we have to be careful because all of the things that we accept as as turning our lives to Him for our salvation, we have to understand that we accept all those conditions. We accept that we should be making disciples. You can't listen. I made this mistake. I know you have too. We can't pick and choose what feels good. Yeah. We, we are called to be disciples. That's the whole reason why we are going to go into something in a minute, but we're called to do that. We're called to evangelize. We're called to spread the good news. Right. You know, the whole, we did this podcast, not because two dummies like to sit here and look at each other and have conversations. We talk about God and what God's done in our lives and how, effective it's been and how, uh, awesome and amazing it's been. We don't, we don't sit here. We didn't have a conversation about, uh, you know, fixing cars and and doing whatever we're doing this to glorify God. That's what we're called to do because we put our faith and trust in him. Right. This is something that God says you must do. You must, you must spread the good news. It's not, it's not based on what, what feels comfortable to us. And when you have the Holy spirit and when you have Jesus Christ in your life and you yeah. have the, and the Holy spirit is leading you and guiding you, there's such freedom in that. Yeah. And you're not checking the boxes and you're not trying to, you're not trying to do this and do the right thing and not do the wrong thing. All that comes together. Yeah. Um, and why wouldn't you want to share that with people? I don't know. That's, I don't know, man. I love sitting here and t- having these conversations with you and putting it out in podcast land yeah. for people to listen it's to. So foreign to you, man. <laughs> because yeah, whatever. So because um, it just brings glory to God, and that's like the most valuable thing that we have. 
Let me. I gotta tell a story. Oh, I'm sorry, man. And then we'll get into. Are you gonna the, talk we'll about get me? This. No, no, no. I'll no. go. Whatever. So I worked in this job before, uh, long, long time ago, twenty plus years ago. I worked in this job, and uh, I actually I was in a supervisory role. Well, I had this guy that worked for me for a while. That I mean, he he was a good friend of mine. We hung out outside of work. Uh, super nice guy, man. Uh, his mind tech technologically just wasn't up with the date. Like he just was way beyond way, way fallen back right. anyway. So I, so I limited what I gave him as a responsibility, right? Uh, you know, crayons and, and colored paper and, and I handled the typing and all the other stuff. Right. So anyways, I kind said, of like you and I, yeah, golly okay. dude. Okay. And this is what reminded me of this. <laughs> so, okay. so I said, <laughs> I was in a pinch one day, man. My, my boss came to me and said, I need you to take care of something. I was like, Oh my God, I have got to delegate. There's no way I'm gonna fall apart. I'm in my twenties. Like I'm at my prime. (laughs) Right. So anyways, I said, Tony, come in the office. And he came in and he said, what do you need boss? (laughs) And uh, Tony was Italian. And I said, I need you to take this to the back and fax it immediately. I need it to go to corporate. So he was like, absolutely. So I wrote the number on the cover page. This was back when we had a cover page and you hand wrote the numbers on it and stuff. Right. You couldn't do it from an email or a computer. You had to go to a fax machine. So I handed it to him and he buzzed out. He was gone. I was like, yes. So I get to doing my other thing, man. He comes back and he, he's got the paper and he's scratching his head and he says, Hey, I know you're busy. Can I ask you something? And I said, I said, listen, did you get it done? He said, Yes, but I have a question. <laughs> and I said, I said, if it's done, can it wait till later? He said, nah, he said, I'm really struggling with this. <laughs> right. And I said, I said, geez, Tony, go ahead, dude. He said, how does that paper get through the line? <laughs> I said, you're fired. Get out of the office. I don't ever want to see you again. But that, <laughs> people... People only understand what they want to understand. And unless, and here's, this kind of has a point to it was, dude, I'll never forget that story. I hope I never, never get to lose my mental acuity because I want to remember that for the rest yeah, of my that's life. Pretty funny. Anyways, so uh, back to a serious note. If we don't, if we don't desire to learn more, we never will. Right. We can stay where we're at. We can shut off things, man. We can, you know, and you ask me, hey, I need to learn this stuff that you're doing because I, you know, I want to know how to do it. But in all seriousness, if we don't make it a priority or a desire, I desire to get up in the morning and have my time with God. First off, it doesn't stop there. Yeah, it does not. It doesn't stop. I think about stuff all the time. You and I are constantly talking throughout the day. Uh, but you have to have that desire. If you don't have that desire, it'll never be important to you. That's all right. Uh, anyways, so you want to bring it up now? We've been into it for a while. Uh, yeah. Or did when, you have something else? No, whenever you want, because I was going to do well like <laughs> 20 minutes ago. But All right. So we talked about the five things that are important to being a Christian disciple. <clears throat> we talked about uh, discipleship probably uh, I will never overdo it, but we talked about it a lot. And the reason for that is, is Alan and I came up with a discipleship course that we're going to roll out in January, the first of next year, we're going to roll out a discipleship course. We didn't come up with it. We just put it together. No. And so here's the back, here's the background to it. Uh, three years ago, I turned my life over to Christ and I really, 
uh, I took my brother's advice. I need to be in church. I need to start reading the Bible. I need to start praying. Uh, and those are the three most important things I need to do because my life was a mess. And in that process, I started putting, oh man, I was a, I was a train wreck, man. There was so much information and so much stuff that if I would have had this, and I'm not saying because you and I put it together, but if I would have had this at that time, oh man, dude, I I think it really helps that we, um, I want to say two things. Yeah. Say three. I could not have changed anything in my life. And I can't say that I could, if I would have changed, if I would have changed anything in my life up until when I received my salvation, um, who knows where I would be yeah. today had yeah. I changed anything. So I don't regret anything that I went through. Yeah. Um, and I went through some crazy things, but that's cool. But, um, well, it wasn't cool. Is it cool? I was it's just going to say, cool, was it really cool though? But it got <laughs> it me got to where I here. am. It got you here. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that I had to go through all those things and, and experience a lot of things that weren't cool Yeah. in order for me to realize what's important and what I need to be thankful for and, and put those things into perspective and help yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, agreed on yeah. all fronts. So, I think, you know, I, <clears throat> could, could I, could you and I share our experiences and could you and I, um, have done this? If anything would have changed in our lives no. prior to no. three years ago. No. So no, I don't think so. Right. We, we've talked about it in depth. We look back and we're like, man, you know, I wish I didn't spend, I did, wish I didn't have to go through what I went through right. here, but I wouldn't change it because of where I'm at. Uh, not me personally, yep. not me and my uh, family relationship or my personal life. Right. Uh, none of that, but yeah. where I'm at with God and there's days, man, I, I'll tell you, you're, you're not a Christian. I'm going to tell you this. I don't know. People will probably balk at it, but you're not a Christian. If sometimes you don't doubt if there's times in your life. And I know a lot of people put stuff out on social media about, uh, how much faith and trust they have, but yet they can't make one decision that involves faith. And I'm, and all I'm saying is Christians struggle, man, Christians struggle. They struggle all the time because the more you grow and the more you learn, the more expectation you have on God, you don't have any expectation on God. If you're not with God, you're not going to lean on him because you don't, well, you're going to have the expectation because without there's a lot the, of people without the commitment. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But there's yeah. a lot of people out there that oh, God is good. He's going to take care of me. Everything's fine. I'm going to heaven. And they that's as far as their yeah. knowledge of God goes. Yeah, yeah and so. they, and and the other thing too is that I love and then then let's get back on it. Uh I love when people when people will uh get mad at God or disappointed but yeah. yet they're not doing anything in their relationship with them. Exactly. They don't have a relationship. Who's the disappointment there? Exactly. Anyways. All right. I'm sorry, man. See, <laughs> it doesn't take me long anyways. No. All right. So the, the grand announcement that took us uh, 40 minutes to get to is that we have a discipleship program. Uh, it is modeled after being a Christian disciple. Uh, everything that is in this discipleship program that we have spent uh, a few months now, at least. Yeah at least uh, putting together and compiling 
is from the Bible. It's biblical. It's not Bill and Allen's opinion. Yep. Uh, it's not what we would suggest. It is biblical. It comes from the Bible. And <clears throat> it's actually, and, and what I was saying a while ago, you know, we are so close to receiving our salvation. That wasn't that, that far in the, in the yeah, past right. yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. we realize what would have helped us. Yeah. We can still see it. Yeah. And, yeah. We and can so st- we, we can still uh, remember it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I, well, I, there is a point that you get further along in your Christianity, right. In your salvation that yeah. you, uh, I, I don't want to say you relinquish your responsibility, but you, you kind of, you know, well, I don't need to do that so much. Right. You know, because I'm, you know, I'm so far along right now. I've been saved for a while. I'm in church all the time. You know, we take things for granted. Maybe that's a better way. Right. Uh, anyways. Well, for a, for instance. Okay. Okay. You, I don't, you don't really have to have a deep knowledge of sanctification before you, realize before you come to the knowledge of, you know, allowing the Holy spirit to lead you and guide you and having that relationship, you know, I think you have to have an understanding in order. Well, let's go, let's go through the breakdown okay, and then we'll give you our two cents. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We might wrap it up after that. All right. Uh, Anyway, so here's the way it's going to work. Give you some background. It's going to start off in January. The it's progressive. There's four, uh, four courses or four books and they're meant to be taken progressively. So you take course one, course two, course three, and then course four, uh, you take it progressively and, and here's, it's designed that you take it, uh, that you take it with somebody that needs to be discipled. Uh, it's, it's two edged here. It, it is designed so that you can sit down with a family member, coworker, somebody from church, uh, somebody that you feel would benefit from being discipled. Uh, at the same time, it will help you, yeah. uh, in discipling somebody else. <clears throat> like we said, and this isn't, man, listen, this isn't, there are a lot, you said this before, not on this episode, but there are a lot of great programs out there. Mm-hmm. A ton of them, uh, really good program. We looked at a lot of them. Uh, we just feel that this, uh, would, would better help you disciple somebody else. Usually the discipleship programs that we came across were designed for an individual, right? Not for somebody and somebody else. Yeah. This is designed for me to take it with my son and to go through it. And in the process, I help encourage his growth in Christ uh, in this discipleship program. And by the end of it, the goal at the end of module four is that he can go now and disciple somebody else. Yeah. Uh, So anyways, uh, do you want to add something to that? Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, there you go. I was going to add that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sharpen in the sand, does it? No, not at all. Right. All right. So anyways, it's, it's four courses. Uh, each one has a theme and a sub theme. Uh, so we'll just go through each one of them and I'll, I'll read them off. Uh, okay. Unless you got a copy somewhere. No, go ahead. All right. So the first one is course one. It's called the beginner's guide to Christianity. Uh, the, the theme is knowledge and the sub theme is being justified. So the modules are creation, sin, Bible, religion, Jesus, Christianity, apostles, church, the gospel, faith, grace, and salvation. Each course will have 12 modules. Each, uh, it's designed to be taken over a six-week period of time. Uh, 
And each week we'll cover two modules. Right. Uh, and they're designed to be t- uh, uh, that you'll study it out for probably an hour, hour and a half each week. And then you'll have a one hour uh, class time through Zoom. <laughs> Anyways, course two is the continuing guide to Christianity. And the theme is understanding with a sub theme of being sanctified. The modules are Holy Spirit, sanctification, attributes of God, eternal security, fruits of the Holy Spirit, spiritual gifts, prayer, baptism, discipleship, ministry, doctrine, and denominations. That's a mouthful. Uh, Course three is the Christian's Guide to Christianity. Uh, And the theme here is wisdom. The sub-theme is being glorified, and the modules are relationship, Christ-centered, Christian walk, equally yoked, armor of God, God's will, kingdom of God, evangelism, righteousness, fundamentals of Christianity, holiness, and repentance. And then course four is the living guide to Christianity. The theme here is living, uh, and the sub-theme is being redeemed. The Modules are forgiveness, charity, service, witnessing, testimony, iron sharpens iron, defending the faith, finding the right church, accountability, ordinances, dying to self, and love. And that wraps it up. There's 48 modules uh, designed to be taken uh, each course six weeks at a time. Uh, When you're done, you're roughly six months into it. Uh, and really, like we said, you're, it's designed that you'll, you'll take it. It's not, all right, let me, let me back up just a smidge. It's not about where you're at you. So if you receive this, right. And you're looking at it and you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm at course three already. You know, I, I've already, I know the other stuff, right? It's not, it's not made for that. You're looking at it wrong. Yeah. We're called to be disciples. Yeah. Right. We're called to be not how much we know. Not how much yeah. we've grown, although those are important. It's not the important, most important thing. Right. Uh, you should be looking at this and you should be saying, all right, uh, I know three people off the top of my head uh, that could benefit this, from this program, from going through this program with me, discipling them. Listen, you're, you're, you're there. You're, you're checking this with that person. You're going to be sitting with that person, going through this program with them, making sure they are they are properly discipled yeah. in their Christianity. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's so, that is so important um, because not only can you disciple a new believer, but there may be somebody that's been going to your church for gosh, six months. Right. But six years. Or, and they're still struggling. Yeah. Or they, yep. you know, you don't, they don't have that assurance or peace and joy. And maybe they just need a little direction. Well, and here's so, the thing. You don't, you, you wouldn't walk up to some, and here's, here's the glory of it. You could walk up to somebody and say, Hey, I'm interested in taking this discipleship program. Would you like to take it with me? Right. It, you don't have to, it doesn't, you don't have to say because they're a new believer or they're, you yeah. know, they're struggling. Just ask them to take it with you. Yeah. And, and, and here's, I don't, did we mention this already? It's completely free. Like there's no, yeah. we're not, we're not charging a fee. We don't, not, we don't want anything for it. Yeah. Uh, Ultimately, because it, it has zero to do with with us. I mean, we we compiled the information, and we think that this is a very uh, we we really believe it would have helped us absolutely. So it's going to it's going to help someone. It will definitely. Uh, but what I was going to say is, it's not we're not charging for this. This is we're gonna. It's our time. We. <laughs> 
we feel so strongly that this is of God, that God will use this course to help people become disciples and to disciple others. We just, we believe that. Um, yeah. All you have to do is find somebody to put in front of it with you. Uh, and, and here's how it'll work. Uh, in week one, we will send you the packet for week one. It'll have the two modules. Uh, the modules are broken down with a reading assignment. It includes some Bible verses, some videos, maybe, uh, and some additional reading. And then there's some study questions. It's not, it's not pass fail. All of this information, every bit of it can be found in the Bible, every bit of it. Um, uh, so anyways, and there's some trusted sources we use from the internet. You'll read up to about an hour and a half during the week on your own. Uh, you can read more if you want. That's the encouragement. We encourage you to read much more. Uh, it, it's not, it's not how far ahead you can get. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Uh, because each week we're going to cover a topic, whether you read ahead or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, so anyways, you'll, you'll touch base with whoever you're discipling and you'll spend that hour and a half with that person, whether it's a family member or somebody from work, from church, whatever. And then we're going to have an hour zoom call. We haven't decided if we're going to make it an hour and a half, but the base will be an hour. The first half will recover all the material the study questions, the video, Alan and I will cover the material. The second half of that hour is going to be discussion based. We're just going to talk about, uh, whatever comes up, you know, yeah. some it related to that module. If somebody wants to talk more in depth about sanctification, we're going to have an open discussion about sanctification. Uh, and then to continue from that, our community forum, uh, which is a forum based, uh, topic based forum we're going to use for each class so that <clears throat> each class can go in and have additional discussions outside of the hour that we've allotted, uh, during the zoom call. And that way people can share information, share files, share, uh, study resources, notes, uh, the community forum is really starting to grow where we have, uh, Christian resources, study tools, uh, a whole bunch of information on anyways, it'll be dedicated to the class, uh, each week and the people taking the class will have their own topics so that they can, uh, they can have the private information and resources and share stuff together. So anyways, that's enough about the forum. Uh, I really, I mean, I said it before, dude, I really feel like this discipleship program is a great opportunity for, uh, anybody involved in taking it, I'd really like to take this with my son. Yeah, absolutely. I really would. I absolutely. would like to take it with him because I would like to see where he's at at the end. Yeah. Available to disciple somebody else. Right. Well, you know, we, we must be fruitful and, uh, what's more fruitful than following Jesus completely and helping others do the same. Yeah. It's not Bill and Allen no. changing people's lives. Yeah. It's not Bill and Allen doing anything other than encouraging other people to um, just spend some time, yeah. learn about Jesus, uh, maybe shave some time off of learning the steps that um, would be helpful. Yeah. That would save, yeah. you know, would save a person some frustration. And yeah. because I can't, I can only imagine that there are people out there that have went to church. They had this hunger. They had this desire. Only to have it quenched. Yes. Or not was, quenched, uh, doused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was doused. And then, the, the, you know, I'm sure 
There are people that got disappointed, got discouraged, and turned away from yeah. the faith yeah. and gave up on it because they didn't have someone to guide them along, encourage them along, and um, it's just sad, you know. Well, and here and here's the other thing I was thinking about. Like, we don't. Uh, it's not. I don't know. I sometimes I think people get too uh, caught up in, well, I don't have enough time or right. I'm not going to be able to a lot, you know, and I'll say this and I don't think my brother will care. Uh, when I originally talked to him about it, he's like, you know, I said, this would be great for one of your sons to, to go right. through this. You know, he just yeah. had a salvation, uh, secured last year or, or right. actually it was earlier this year. I said, it'd be great for him. Right. Uh, he's like, Oh, he doesn't have time. I'm like, geez, dude. Like (laughs) you didn't even let like this thing sink in yet. Right. Like we're talking about his relationship with God. We're not talking about, you know, does he have time for the, you know, pine car derby on the weekend? Right. Like, well, and he, he later said he'll have time on the weekend. He just assumed that it was going to eat up more time during the week for his studies and all this stuff. So I got you. Well, it's about planning and priorities. It is. And he said that it is all about, yep. it is all about, listen, we are, we are, there are a lot of commands in the Bible, right? There are a lot, but there are only a few that are extremely important, right? Very few that are extremely important. Uh, and we are called to go make disciples. And you, you said it before, man, this, I know people are going to look at this man and they're going to, they attach themselves and they attach man to it. Uh, one more thing I have to do. One more thing that, uh, you know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, you know, sit with somebody else. Well, geez, how bad is it to have to sit down with somebody and go through a program about God brother or the Bible? You know, (laughs) know, I'm just saying that I personally struggled for the last six months. Oh, Okay, one more project, and I'd get that done, and then oh, it was one more project or whatever, and it wasn't for the money, but it was because it was someone that I knew that depended on me or didn't trust anyone else or whatever the case (laughs) may have been. I'm not saying justified it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you know, and actually, oh, dude, let me. I don't even. Ah, here we go. I gotta get my phone. I've got to get. I'm collecting that thing at the door. I'm telling you, bro. All right, check this out though. Okay, hang on, hang check on. Let me find it before you wreck yourself. Let me find it. Okay, so I woke up the other morning at like four o'clock yesterday morning. This is what I had written down: <laughs> Satan will keep moving what we are trying to achieve to keep us distracted. Yeah, we focus on what we place on port importance on. We get better at what we focus on. Our desire grows. Hey, yeah. Amen. 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 Exactly. And I mean, hopefully that made sense. I wrote that like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it made sense. What I do is I lay my phone on the headboard for the alarm or whatever. If I ever use the alarm. You just reach up there and start writing. Yeah. See, I have to get glasses. Yeah. I can't. I can't see my phone. Yeah, that was, that was, and that's what made me think of it was the last six months. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be like, okay, so I got... I got another two weeks of projects to, to finish up yeah, and I'll like that. Jello, man. I can't nail then, you down. Oh dude, it has been crazy. And you, and you keep saying, well, you know, if I, I'll just, uh, if I just give, say no, I'm like, who controls your mouth? 
I know, but it's it's <laughs> yeah. always that person. Okay. You know, it's always that person that doesn't have anyone Don't else. The phone. What else? You know, I can't say so, nothing. I know. You know, I can't say anything. So it's a conviction, I, man. The It'll only come. reason I bring all that up is to <laughs> just say I. Yeah, firsthand understand absolutely how we can get distracted or replace other things. It's not that we want to, but there's just so many things. It's kind of like the devil is like, yeah. you know, um, moving the the goal or yeah. okay, if I just get this done, I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. If I just do that, I'll be well, able he to. Bring, it's a carrot, it's, yeah. man. It's always in front of you, yeah, and it just dangles, and exactly. we go after it, and then it just keeps seems to keep running in front exactly. of us, so we keep chasing it. Exactly. You the only thing that he doesn't dangle in front of us, yeah, is a deeper relationship <laughs> with God. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we got to do that on our own. Yeah, yeah. The lost, he already has. Yeah, <laughs> he's absolutely. not after them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I joke, man, I joke with my brother. I joke with my wife too. I'm like, my brother is the busiest man I know. Right. Every time I tell you, I'm like, what are you doing, man? You know? And I'm like, yeah, listen for all intents and purposes, let me just say this. My life, I should be completely upset with my life. Right. But I've found, uh, something in God. Like I just, I, <laughs> I control my emotions. Right. So, and there are days, listen, I struggle sometimes when I don't eat and I don't sleep. Uh, those two things can affect my attitude, my outward look. Uh, so I, I really try to focus on <laughs> eating and right. sleeping. Those yeah. things are important in my life. Uh, right. Not I'm not saying the most important thing, but they balance it out. Right. Right. Uh, anyways. So my point is that we control those things. Like we, we do control those things. And I know it's easier said than done. You know, like when I joke with my brother, I'm like, well, you took the job. Like, you know, when he's like, man, I'm so busy all the time. I'm traveling all the time. I'm like, okay, well, right. You know, like there, there are options. They might not be conducive to our lifestyle. Right. And what we, what we have found comfort in. Yeah. Right. And truly finding comfort in the Lord replaces comfort in the world. Right. And, and I know that's so much easier said than done, right. For a guy that's at home on a podcast, having Christ centered conversations, writing devotions, running a, a website. I know that's easier said than done. It didn't come with ease. Yeah. None of that came with ease. There's, there's a lot of struggle that people don't see. Right. Uh, there's a lot of financial issues, a lot of, there's a lot of other things. I'm not going to get into that, but here's the deal. You either make it your mess or you make it your mission, right? So if you're going to sit there and complain about all the things in your life, then change the mission. Yeah. Change what you're going after. You know, I mean, well, you, you know it. I mean, you joke with yourself. You, you do it to yourself. I, I know. I know. Uh, what we I, all do it to ourselves. Exactly. Um, but it's all about perspective. You know, like you were saying, yeah. it can yeah, either sure. be a problem or it can be, uh, it can be a mess or what did you say? A mission. A mission. And yeah. it's all about perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, because 10 people can view the same scenario the same yeah. situation and have 10 different views on it yeah. and you know it may have been a kind of bad situation but one person's going to have the they're going to see the silver lining you know what what god could use that for or whatever you're going to have 10 different views yeah so it's all about perspective where's our perspective you know what do we place importance on um do, and I, we we talk about it all the time. Do we focus on the problem? Or do we focus on the solution? Jesus Christ is a solution for everything in our lives. Yeah, 
So, you know, what are we going to do? Listen, God's going to get the glory. Yeah. I mean, it's not up to us to determine whether or not we give it to him. You know what I mean? That doesn't, uh, that doesn't establish the outcome. Exactly. Right. He will get the glory. Right. The the thing is, all it does to us is establish our withdrawal from him. Like it only says we're getting closer or we're getting further. Uh, We can bring him glory. We just decide whether or not uh, it's not going to change the outcome with God. Yep. Uh, It only changes our outcome. So, right. uh, Anyway, geez, we got off onto a poof. I don't even know what you did. <laughs> I don't either. We were talking <laughs> about discipleship kidding, and, uh, and uh, geez, man, we're just like super excited that we can possibly oh, help, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah remember that? Discipleship. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we're just excited that we can help some people yeah. possibly. Um, I'm excited forego. to get, I want to, I really, we have been wrapping up some little pieces on this thing to finish yeah. it. Like that really, I mean, it's done. We could roll it out for the most part. Yeah. But I really, I'm, I'm so excited to, I want to, I want to just put it in the hands of some people and say, Hey, yeah. think about somebody that would benefit from this. Absolutely. And it's, and it's going to be key for that person to disciple somebody. And it's, it's just so important to, and I think you said it, you know, it's not, it's not our opinion. No. Um, I mean, all the no. facts are there um, and they're from biblically. the Bible. Biblically. Yes. Yeah. The only thing that we really had a, um, a hand in was putting things together yeah. in a way that would have helped us yeah. had we had this at that point. Yeah. You may not, some people may not agree on the order of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's not, that's really not what's important. What we ask is that you look at the totality of it. Yeah. Not individually. Well, hey, I don't think you brought it up in this episode, but, um, the church, you know, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like yeah. in our, in our fourth module. Yeah. Towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone said, well, that may be better suited in the beginning. Well, I, th- I think you really need to the have- attendance of church is important. In yes. The beginning. Oh yeah, absolutely. But as far as what we're saying is, you know, uh, assessing That's right. the church. You you can't do that without the knowledge of if it's the right place or it's not. Um, yeah, you're learning about Adam and Eve and sin. Yeah. Uh, so and Jesus and the gospel all in the beginning. It's not the time to pick apart your church. Yeah. So it's <laughs> actually it's, it's we're, we never pick apart a church. Well, you know, but what we, I meant. we want to I'm, we I'm want people to question if they're in the right place or not. Uh, if they're leading, if they're li- hearing the right things or not, because well, then you're you picking know, it apart. An unsaved person. Okay. <laughs> well, you like to make things sound nice. I just say what it is. Well, um, you know, there I are, know what you mean. There are unsaved preachers out there. They're yeah. doing it for something other than scary. the glory of God. That's scary. So, and you cannot have an unsaved person trying to show you how to be saved or how to live a saved life. Um, no. And when I say so, pick apart, it's discernment. Yeah. You have to have the knowledge, understanding, and wisdom to be able to discern, listen, I've been here for six years. Why am I here? Yeah. Right. Like that's not, that's not yeah. picking it apart. That's not saying your church is bad. It's, it's either, it's going to either justify why you're there or it's going to motivate you yeah. uh, in a direction, in another direction. And, and there's it's some, whatever, it's just discernment. It's yeah. being able to discern why you're somewhere or why you're putting something in front of you or why you're doing something. Yeah, absolutely. And we there's live some, in the world every day. There's some great churches out there that have, 
tremendous discipleship programs. And there's some of them that don't place very much importance on discipleship. They just, I don't know what they're doing, but they don't, they don't really place enough uh, value, enough importance, enough emphasis on discipleship when that is the whole purpose. We need to be learning well, here's yeah. the here's the thing. We said it before. I'm not going to I'm not going to drive over it too many more times. We are called to be disciples. Yeah. And I'm going to so I'm going to ask a question. Okay. And, I, and I am. I'm I'm not asking you. Oh. I'm going to yeah. put it on the spot for somebody. Are you discipling somebody right now? Right. Are you discipling somebody in a relationship with Christ? Are you discipling somebody to make more disciples? I'm not talking about, do you sit down and do devotions with your family? Are you growing a Christian? Are you growing them in their relationship with God? Are you making a disciple that will make more disciples? Yeah. That's the, if you can't look at the end of what you're doing with somebody, if you're, if you're doing a zoom call or I don't even know what this stuff's called anymore, but if you're getting together with people, uh, are you sharpening their iron? Are right. you in at the end of what you're doing with them? Will they be able to go make more disciples? Right. That's and what we're called to do. It doesn't matter how long we've been doing this or studying. We're always going to learn something. Oh, yeah. That's why oh, the yeah. Bible is called the living word, um, because yeah. we're going to every time we read it, it's not a one and done. Every time we read it, we're going to see something different. We're going to see it differently. The pers- our perspective is going to change well, because of our relationship. <laughs> well, what kills me is when people say, well, the you know, the Bible's the living word. It, it changes all the time. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't change. What happens is our growth changes our perspective, right? The way we approach things from the Bible changes in our lives. Not Mm -hmm. the Bible doesn't change. No, I I can't stand when people say that. See, you trigger me. (laughs) I saw you had that. I was trying that. No, I didn't have that written down. Actually, I I'd written down the heavy shepherding that you had mentioned a while ago. Yeah, not yet. Uh, Okay. Well, not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you always got to get off on something. Yeah. Well, does it have to do with discipling? It kind of does. All right, go ahead then. Because I can't say nothing. Heavy shepherding actually discourages um, growth. Oh yeah, and yep. it doesn't promote discipleship. You have one leader that wants to lead everyone, and he doesn't want anyone uh, doing anything. You know, yep. in groups or whatever. We we. Um, experienced we we expect we experienced that when we brought up the uh we wanted to do a bible study with people and that was discouraged but anyway well what let me let me just add to that i said we encourage this i don't mean we encourage heavy shepherding okay not at all what i what i'm saying is we encourage this discipleship program even alan said this when we're done we'll give you the entire we'll give you everything we'll give you the materials you go do it with somebody else yeah. You go get create more disciples. Because it's this all is, out there in the public domain. We yeah, just right. put it together. Yeah. And we don't care if you use our stuff or make your own. Who I, I don't even Whatever. care. We are commanded to make disciples. Yeah. We're not commanded to make disciples Bill and Allen's way. That's why it's yeah. not our way. It's God's way. It's the Bible. So anyways, uh, did you want to add more to that heavy shepherding thing? Well, you know, I was just going to say, and the, the whole point I brought that, the reason I brought that up was we... You know, we got our information from the Bible. It's all biblical. So if there's a preacher or someone out there that doesn't agree with it, um, I don't know, maybe check out your where you're going to church. 
Jeez, Make sure they're, they're Golly. in the did I, <laughs> Does this sound bad? I mean, it just, you took well, it dark. I mean, I feel well, like you just jumped off the cliff. I'm not no. coming with you. Okay. I just want people wow. to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want people to realize. Well, I'm doing what you, you did know. to me before. Before, <laughs> but hey, before our lights got dimmed I and gotcha. the recording turned out horrible. No, uh, I just want to encourage people to seek the Bible. Um, seek your answers in the Bible. And if, you know, the preacher has a different agenda, you just just be careful. That's all because yeah, for sure. our souls are the most valuable thing we'll ever possess. Who cares about the money, the cars, the trucks, the the houses, the yeah. anything? Yeah. Um, you know, what's where where is it in the Bible? You know, what gaineth a man if he loses his own soul? Gains the world and loses his own soul. Yeah. I don't know where that's at. I think Mark, maybe. It could be. Anyway. But you know, I just oh, wanted to share that. Jeez. Man, wait, was, was, everything was so positive. And then you went dark. dark. Was it dark? It no. got pretty dark. Anyways, no, no you're right. And, uh, and we'll wrap this up. We really, really want you to take a look at this discipleship program. If you feel it's something that somebody would benefit from. Well, I can't even say it. People will benefit from it. Oh, absolutely. You, ju- you just have to decide if you want to disciple somebody as you're commanded. Because we're all commanded to go disciple somebody. If yeah. you're a Christian and you're not discipling somebody and you're just hoarding it for yourself, like Alan yeah. called it, then you're not. You're, I mean, I hate to say you're, it's not glorifying God. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, we hope you'll look at it. I'm so, I apologize for Alan just taking it deep <laughs> <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so I am concerned about people's souls. And I, know it, and I realize there's just so many places out there. Well, actually, here's a great example. Oh. Um, you know, this is this is a female reverend and she was being interviewed by somebody. And the interviewer said, Reverend, you say the virgin birth is a bizarre claim. I had talked about this woman before. She's the one that doesn't believe in heaven or miracles or anything. It's so crazy. Actually, what does she teach then? And this is the sad thing. Is she a Christian reverend? Yes. Because she's, well, I don't know. I didn't research them. Yeah. How could you? Union Theological Seminary. But they call her reverend and seminary typically oh my gosh, has to man. do with Christianity. Oh my gosh. But actually, um, here's what it says. Here's the one part that's kind of disturbing. For me, it is impossible to tell the story of Easter without telling the story of the cross. The crucifixion is a first century lynching. It couldn't be more pertinent to our world today. So it's just a bunch of weird stuff. Anyway, what is her name? I don't know if it says it. Well, in case anybody wants to research it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's, it's a New York times. uh, There you go. New York times thing. And she's the president of the union theological seminary. And the date uh, of the article, what's the date? It is like 1980. No, 2019. Oh, okay. New York Times, 2019 in April. Jeez. Yeah. So anyway, the only reason I bring that up is because, okay, uh, I think her name is Serene. Oh, yeah. Um, Serene Jones, a Protestant minister, president of Union She's Theological. Protestant? Yeah. Yep. Oh my. So anyway, I know why you brought it up. You, you got to be careful what you're what yeah. you're getting 
Which, where you're getting your information from. Because there's a lot of crazy things out there. There's a lot of people that they have an agenda. There's a, The devil uses a lot of people. I mean, we... Yeah. The devil has done such a great job. Satan has done such a great job of convincing people. Well, we're a very that, emotional being. Yeah. And we love to yeah. have our emotions catered to. Yeah. And, I'm, and I don't mean just in, in the sense of yeah. being happy, but lust greed yep. a lot of those things if we're fed those things we're content all right we're great so i just bring that up people don't find people content. need to be careful where they get their information from and and uh, don't only take our word from it we yeah. got you know we get our stuff from the bible and well and that's where i was going resources. with that is none of this is of us no we just want we just it is it's from the bible if it you was just, if it was us it'd take be, it you'll see it'd be a train wreck <laughs> Yeah, and it's free. So yeah. I don't even know. You 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 tried to recover from that? I'm still in shock. I I might be traumatized, bro. <laughs> this is what they call shock. I look, I put a I'm I'm in a jacket now. I see that. Because I'm I'm cold. Yeah. It's shock. Jeez. All right. You ready? Yeah. You guys have a great day. <laughs> yeah, have a great day at the end of that one. <laughs> Bye. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.